This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. At his CNN town hall last night, President Biden laid out his COVID timeline, and he also showcased his moderate instincts. We'll discuss that. Plus, President Trump breaks his silence and calls on Republicans to find a new Senate leader. And finally, a winter weather crisis in Texas and state officials are playing politics. There were a slew of headlines out of Joe Biden's CNN town hall last night in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, his first official trip out into the country as president of the United States to sell his plans for COVID relief and to update the American people on where we are in this crisis. I looked at all the news that was made and sort of put it into two buckets. The first bucket was that COVID bucket. So we learned from the president that by the end of July, 600 million doses of vaccine will be available to the American people. Now, that's different than actually getting the vaccination in your arm. But 600 million doses available by the end of July would cover every single American who wants to get a vaccine. President Biden also said that by Christmas, we would have some sense of a return to normalcy in this country, some post-pandemic normal. That's a timeline that he knows he's going to be graded on come Christmas time at the end of the year. And in terms of schools, President Biden said he wants to see a majority of K-8 schools back to in-person full-time instruction by the end of his first 100 days. This is where he kind of drove the bus over his communication staff. Jen Psaki, White House Press Secretary, had said last week, well, schools might just be open one day a week. Joe Biden says, no, no, no. I mean a majority of K-8 schools, five-day-a-week in-person instruction by the end of my first 100 days. That is going to be a big test that the president has now given himself for how he'll be graded at the end of his first 100 days. The other headlines coming out of the town hall were Joe Biden sort of letting the progressive wing of his party know that he's not just going to cave to where they are in a lot of hot-button issues. First of all, he said quite clearly, no, do not defund the police. That is not going to be welcome in the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wing of the party necessarily, but Joe Biden couldn't have been clearer. He also said, no, I am not going to forgive student debt up to $50,000. My proposal is $10,000. Again, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, in fact, she blasted that this morning in a tweet. Elizabeth Warren and the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer put out a statement saying they really want to see the Biden administration get to $50,000 in student debt loan forgiveness. I couldn't have heard a more clear statement from Joe Biden last night. You also had him talk about his immigration plan. Yes, he wants a pathway to citizenship for 11 million undocumented immigrants here, but he certainly sounded open to negotiation about how to get there, as he did on the $15 minimum wage, another progressive priority, where he believes it's not going to pass the rules to make it into this COVID relief bill, and he knows he has a problem with Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, two Democratic senators who are opposed to the idea of including the $15 federal minimum wage inside this COVID relief bill. 
he makes it the goal he would like to get there. But if you're Bernie Sanders and that's a big priority, I don't think you heard a president last night who's willing to go to the mat to make it happen, especially inside this COVID package. All of that to say, Joe Biden, the moderate, Joe Biden, the centrist, was on display last night. The guy who navigated all those progressive waters to actually win the Democratic nomination, he showed he's not going to just cave to the left of his party, which is a clear indication, not just to his own party, but to Republicans, that at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the door is open for negotiation. The door is open for compromise. And that's something he promised the American people he would do. Now, here's what else matters today. Former President Trump blasting Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell in a scathing letter where he calls McConnell a dour, sullen, and unsmiling political hack. He went on to say in his statement, if Republican senators are going to stay with him, they will not win again. This is the GOP civil war broken wide open. The Trump faction and the McConnell faction. And listen, Mitch McConnell's a smart guy. He knew when he went to the Senate floor on Saturday, even though he voted to acquit the president in the impeachment trial, when he gave that statement, basically saying that Donald Trump was guilty of everything the House managers were charging him on in terms of inciting an insurrection, in terms of his behavior as it related to what occurred on January 6th, Mitch McConnell said, you know, they made their case. He just used the constitutional cop-out that as a former president, he shouldn't be on trial. Well, that was not enough to keep Donald Trump at bay, even though it was an acquittal vote from Mitch McConnell. No. And Mitch McConnell knew it. He knew he was going to invite this rebuke from Donald Trump. I think he welcomes it. He wants to have this battle because he believes the path forward for the Republican Party is making sure that their nominees in Senate races for the presidency in 2024 are people that can have broad appeal, that are not too far right into QAnon Trump conspiracy land, but actually can have broad appeal in the suburbs with independence in a way that Trump proved unable to do once he was in office. So this is a battle now that we're going to see play out in primary after primary next year. But Mitch McConnell versus Donald Trump. Right now, the party seems more with Trump than McConnell. That doesn't seem to be slowing McConnell's efforts to try and steer it in a different direction. And finally today, as millions of people across Texas struggle to stay warm amid massive cold weather and power outages, Governor Greg Abbott directed his anger at frozen wind turbines and the Green New Deal. This shows how the Green New Deal would be a deadly deal for the United States of America. Fossil fuel is necessary for the state of Texas as well as other states to make sure that we'll be able to heat our homes in the wintertime and cool our homes in the summertime. That's Governor Greg Abbott of Texas on Sean Hannity's Fox News show playing to the hometown crowd trying to distract from the incredible pain and suffering that is going on in his state because of a failure of proper management of the Texas grid, and yet he wants to blame it on the Green New Deal and climate change and a fear of using fossil fuels. By the way, most of Texas's power comes from fossil fuels, but you didn't hear Governor Abbott actually admit to that. This is purely a game of political distraction because he understands that his state's leadership has failed its people in this moment. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.